Welcome to the bullpen. We have today Benjamin Yanian, who is a recent graduate of the University of Minnesota, majored in philosophy, double majored in business and political science. Really smart guy, understands the Constitution. All right, Benjamin, thank you for being on the show, sir. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing quite well. Uh, we are going to chop it up about the SCOTUS decision in New York and in a larger context, how the Constitution empowers uh, your right to bear arms. And also what solutions are available that are not being implemented that could actually curb some of the violence, mass shootings, etc. we have seen in America. So I don't want to presume what you believe about those topics. So I would give you an opportunity to express and then opine. Okay, so first um, on the recent Supreme Court case about the New York firearms regulation that was struck down. I believe that was a rightfully decided case, you know, the test that the Supreme Court employed was whether or not the New York firearm regulation in question was consistent with the history and tradition of firearms regulations in the United States. The Supreme Court ruled that, you know, the requiring individuals to show proper cause or that they had a special need for self-defense, which was distinguishable from that of the general community, um, to require individuals um, to do that in order to obtain a concealed carry permit, you are, for all intents and purposes, barring ordinary law-abiding citizens in the general community from carrying weapons um, in public for self-defense purposes. And that just did not appear to be consistent with the historical regulations in this country. They went through, you know, common law um, in the past. You know, offenses tend to relate to being armed to the terror of the people. Um, there are a lot of 19th century legislation um, that was brought up, but those were mostly in Western territories and they weren't very long lasting. And so in and as a whole, um, that strong of a regulation barring ordinary law-abiding citizens from carrying arms in public just wasn't consistent. Um, with our history and tradition of firearms regulations, they ruled it unconstitutional. And in effect, what this does is it requires states to have an objective path for law-abiding citizens to carry firearms. Um, and so it would, you know, some boxes to check. And if you check those boxes, at the end of the day, you get your concealed carry permit. Um, on top of that, you know, the question is, are some of the new laws are going to be coming out in response. Are they going to be constitutional? New York just passed a new concealed carry law. Um, I wrote an article about that in Newsweek, and we can discuss that more if you'd like. Um, but in terms of what can be done to curb mass shootings, I don't think this isn't a very you know sexy answer or anything. But I don't think there's a clear cut solution <laughs> to this problem. Now there are certainly things that can be done. There were things in the bipartisan um, bill that I supported, some things that I didn't support. I'm sure we'll get into that. Um, but I, I don't think we have a lot of evidence for the effectiveness or the ineffectiveness of many gun control laws. And so I would support things like bolstering school security um, for in relating to school shootings. For mass shootings more generally, I would support um, Concealed carry laws like the Supreme Court um, now is requiring states to have that are more objective so that law abiding citizens can carry arms to defend themselves and others. I'm actually a supporter of constitutional carry um, in 
Indiana, we just saw an individual stop an active shooter in a mall. Um, Indiana just became a constitutional carry state, which means you don't need a permit, obviously, to carry a firearm if you can legally own one. So those are just a few things I know we'll discuss more. All right, so let me let me go down some of the list here because you've made Absolutely. some interesting points. Um, so I agree with you on the New York dynamic. Uh, New York created uh, a very subjective standard according to the court. It needs to be an objective standard. New York corrected that immediately and they're moving forward, okay? So that's fine. Now, it comes back to a very common sense dynamic. And I'm gonna say a statement and qualify it later. There was something seriously wrong with the United States Constitution. I'm gonna qualify that in a minute. Can a citizen bring their gun into the US Supreme Court? No, why? Well, it's a federal building for one. And they can regulate it, correct? Yes. With with whatever standard they choose. So you gotta understand that part of these federal facilities. They can regulate how a citizen comes onto their property (coughs) by whatever standard they choose. But that same body, that same federal court says that a city does not have the ability to do the same. Well, the city is empowered and entrusted by actual people. Like literally, there's a government structure, a building is not. So the Supreme Court says for public buildings, we get to regulate this without any, any restriction. But a city government, the people in the local community cannot. So that's one point, that's a common sense argument. The reason why I said, There's something seriously wrong with the US Constitution, dear brother. Is Benjamin, I want you to go back to the framers of the Constitution because you're talking about um, constitutional care. We'll get into that in a moment. The right to bear arms. We can argue about what arms meant back then. For many, actually, it actually meant knives. Um, So, this right to bear arms dynamic, and it talks about for the people, right? The word people is a a continual term in the Constitution. When the Constitution was written, for the people, by the people. Who wrote the Constitution? They say it was written by the people, old ass white man did. Who was it written for? Who are people in the Constitution? Who benefits from the rights they codified on paper? When they said people, they weren't talking about people, dear brother. They were talking about white men, in particular white men that own property or were wealthy. White men that did not own property could not even vote run for office. Women did not have these gun rights or the right to bear arms, which would suggest based on the linear logic of the argument from the right is that women had no right of self-defense based on the framers of the constitution. So this document, and I wanna ask you this, this document was not written for me. You agree with me on that statement, right? Um, At the time, I. I, I think that there's a lot of debate about that. I mean, debate me. Frederick, Frederick Douglass said that uh, not a single word needed to be changed in the Constitution for slavery to end tomorrow. Um, he famously said that. He said that the um, the Declaration of Independence and the United States Constitution were anti-slavery documents. So while I agree with you that you know these the founders. Um, there was a lot of debate at the Constitutional Convention as to you know what. How far would they go with some of these issues? And yes, there were a lot of people who were barred at the time. I agree mm-hmm. with you. Was not written, you know, for women. Was not written for minorities. That I do agree with okay. you. Okay, but I don't think that these documents themselves are discriminatory documents. All right. So let me. Okay, you don't think so? You know, in the 
Declaration of Independence, Native Americans are referred to as savages. Even though white men are the ones that killed them, trail of tears. You mean to tell me that the fact that white men wrote that did not play into the bias of the document? Oh, I'm not saying that these men did not hold biases, and that was a terrible okay. statement. There was a lot of animosity between, obviously, Native Americans and, and, and Americans. The Trail of Tears was a historic tragedy no, no, in the, the United Americans. States. No, we weren't white Americans, fine, fine, white, white Americans. Americans. Um, but if we're talking about the actual principles underpinning these documents, they are yeah. not discriminatory principles. And if we're talking about the Second Amendment in particular, mm-hmm. barring minorities from second amendment rights was a huge way of racist Americans at the time to control minority populations. Yeah. Um, Frederick Douglass, again, to cite him, said that the work of abolitionists is not complete until blacks were given the right to bear arms in and this listen, country. I, we had, I, agree with, I agree with all of that. The point I want to make to you is if there was a document written to create governance, and a moral and ethical guide for political and policy leadership. But the men who wrote it did not believe you were an actual man. You would not want to live under that kind of document because it's not written for the people. It was written for white men that own property. It was not written by the people. It did not represent the diversity of thought, for example, the reason why you don't have, let's say, a common sense dynamic in the Constitution to talk about a woman's right to choose. The reason why that doesn't exist is because of what? Because no women were allowed to partake in that activity. So that's why I say there's something wrong with a document that can be so one-sided, lacks diversity of thought and lacks diversity of ethnicity. And it is meant to govern the most diverse country on the planet Earth. You don't think that's a problem, dear brother? I would push back against that completely. I okay. think that we should be looking more at the, again, you point out that you know referring to Native Americans as savages is, is, is obviously not okay. Racist, um, but racist, I think, But right? I think we need to look at, minute, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. There you go. Sorry, so sorry, racism is in the Declaration of Independence. Good, we'll but, agree, go ahead. But, but, but. The principles of freedom and liberty underpinning those documents, they are not racist. And so just because a bad person or people with poor beliefs created something does not mean that that exact thing should be thrown out. We need to look at the Constitution itself. Now, obviously, there were amendment processes. Right, we, we abolished proves. slavery. We, that means we can amend the Constitution. That's right. That means the original Constitution was flawed, brother. The absolutely. Amendments are corrections. That's what they are. So sure. the the Constitution admits that there's something wrong with the Constitution. The Constitution admits it is not perfect at yeah. creation, and that the people should should amend it by certain processes. And okay. um, we don't we don't disagree about that. I just don't want to have us insinuate that the entire Constitution is you know, for not that needs to be thrown out just because oh, no, 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 no. wrote it, it just, has huge moral flaws. It just needs to be written by the people at some point. Okay, that's all. So there are some laws that most people are calling for. I'm gonna ask you a question about these particular laws to support gun safety, all right? So 
75% of Americans, this is based on John Hopkins study, 75% of Americans actually would like to see a licensing protocol before a person is able to carry a gun. 63% of gun owners are actually for that. And 70% of Republicans surveyed by John Hopkins University are actually for that prerequisite. Now it sounds like you are not because you cited constitutional carry, which basically is the elimination of a government protocol in order to conceal carry a weapon. So you believe in constitutional carry because you have the right to bear arms is in the constitution. So there should not be a hindrance to you exercising that right. Is that basically it? No, no, no. Okay. I don't, I'm not sorry, I apologize. I was not trying to make a legal argument that constitutional carry is okay. necessary. I'm just saying I personally favor constitutional carry. But um, from a standpoint of having a licensing process, I think that that's totally permissible. And I yeah. actually am fine with states creating those standards as again, as long as they are objective. Um, I, for example, some states have have a requirement for classroom training, mm-hmm. for live fire training, and where you actually have to pass a test um, before you can get your concealed carry permit. To me, those are objective, those are totally fine. All right, I wanna challenge you on your personal belief. The next show is coming up, so I gotta do this quick. Absolutely. Something for you to think about. Since you personally believe that constitutional carry is okay for a state that passes it, it's okay. I want you to think about this. Bearing arms is a right, correct? Correct. Okay, we agree. Is voting a right? I agree. I do. Thanks for in voting. Order, right. In order to exercise your right to vote, you must register and you must present an ID or some other corresponding document required by the government. People that argue constitutional carry, they're saying you do not have to register. You do not have to submit to a permit. You do not have to do anything with the government because it is a fundamental right that you have. Now, I'm not saying, brother, that we need to transform all rules and laws and procedures. What I'm saying is there's great hypocrisy in the constitutional carry argument when you don't have the same linear logic for constitutional voting. Sure, I, I, again, I personally think that you should be able to carry arms. I think that it makes the general population safer. That's a big reason I support constitutional carry. But like I said, I have no issues with having people go through a process to obtain a right. permit. Maybe we can talk about how that relates to voting more later. All right, next time I'm gonna bring on the show, we'll talk about that. It was a good debate, I appreciate you coming. Thank you, thanks for Thank having you. me on. Absolutely, all right.